Life Cycle Lady Podcast, the place to be to discover a deeper connection to your whole self. I offer holistic, out-of-the-box ideas and practices to empower women and their families. My name is Julie Hughes, and I'm your host. I draw on my experience as a midwife, mama of four, and holistic hormonal health coach to offer wisdom, knowledge, and guidance on your path to whole mind, body, spirit, health. Hi, everyone. So in today's episode, I kind of I'm going to be starting a new thing. Every once in a while, once a month, one of my podcasts are going to be what I'm going to be calling an Another Way to Exist series. So these podcasts are going to be really diving into different topics that I see kind of coming up in life and just really digging into how we can do these things differently. Kind of like my episodes of like, what if? What if this all looked differently? So today I'm going to be talking about actually something I talk about a lot, which is rhythm. And right now, rhythm is a key component to balance, right? It's always a key component to balance for our whole selves, but definitely for our families. We are really out of rhythm, or a lot of us are really out of rhythm at the moment, because the world is a new place right now, right? And we're all trying to figure out what this new normal is, and it changes all the time. And so a lot of us are feeling kind of out of kilter, out of balance, And I think it's important now more than ever to tune into rhythm as a key component for balancing ourselves as well as our families and balancing not only our bodies, but that mind, body, spirit connection, right? To feel really, to thrive basically, rather than to get into states of kind of unwellness and just out of kilter, right? So this podcast is going to be about rhythm, about community, and about creating something new, especially as we head into the summer break or summer um, new break, whatever that's going to look like for us now, right? So part of this episode, I want to explore the ideas for what this rhythm could look like for you as an individual, right? For you as a woman. And I also want to explore what this rhythm could look like for you as a family, And I'm also going to explore how we can do some another way to exist ideas of coming together as communities to support each other so that we don't burn out, that we don't create overwhelm, that we don't feel alone. Because so many of us right now are navigating these new waters and these new boats and maybe we don't know how to use the tools. And I see a lot of disconnection happening, a lot of... um, People just kind of fighting, especially on social media. We all have different ideas about what's going on. I'm not here to talk about any of those ideas. I'm just here to talk about ways that we can actually come together. Because really in crises, which I would say this is, I would say that we are supposed to come together. Like that's why throughout human history, we've actually done a pretty good job of that for the most part. And so I want to kind of offer some new perspectives on how we can come together this summer season in particular to create something new, given what your boat is navigating, right? So I want to honor that we're all in different boats, that I am in a very different space than other people, and that is unique to each of us. However, we are a community, we are a whole, so how can we get out of the box thinking to create something new, right? So yeah, I'm going to go to these different places um, and hopefully give you some real tangible ideas and 
and um, ways to figure out how this could look in your life. So at the time I'm recording this, we are coming upon a new moon. So for me and my family, we simply pay attention and use the moon cycles as kind of an anchor into how we are connecting with each other and how life is going for us as individuals and as a family. We are not perfect. We are not a perfect family. For me, I actually uh, was kind of addicted to perfection or always striving to prefer perfection and it made me feel really overwhelmed in life and um, just not happy. So that's something I gave up a while ago. (laughs) And so I embrace now that we are a messy family, right? I have four kids. We have, I have four kids in four different, very different stages of life, right? Teenager, middle schooler, I have a high schooler, middle schooler, elementary schooler, and a preschooler. So we're kind of messy and we're full of lots of things. Our family is full of angst and fights, um, but we're also full of tons of love and tons of connection. We're also individuals and we can have stuff that comes up that gets in in our way and things that there's some numbing going on in our house right now of a few members of our house because things are not normal right now. Things are very confusing, especially for... Um, some of my older kids, right, that really get what's going on and don't know how to be because they're already in the middle phase of life as it is. And it's just, let's face it, kind of hard in that middle phase of life and then throw all this in. So we use the moon in our family and the newness of the moon, right, the what that's what that is about, to tap into that connection to each other and ourselves. Um, to tap into that numbing, to tap into like what's actually, what what's going on right now, to like really bring awareness to where we're at as individuals, like really call attention to where we're numbing or where things aren't working really well for us as individuals, but also as families. So that's like a dinner table conversation. And sometimes there's a fun activity that I plan. And sometimes the older kids think it's ridiculous and the younger kids love it, right? But they all do it. Because so they're they're getting something out of it, right? So as this new moon comes and we head into summer break, at least where I'm located, um, the schools are now ending for this summer break, and it, what that means in the new world that we're tapping into a new summer rhythm, how that can look like for us as our family within our family, but also how that looks like as for us in, as individuals within our family. And so like that's the work that we'll do around our dinner table, right? And I'll give you some ideas on what this looks like for my family and some questions just to to bring this to your own family, right? I'm not saying do as I do. I'm just saying here's some ideas. How can this, how can you bring some of these ideas to your house to create something that works better for you, right? So when I'm say, when I'm talking about rhythm, I'm really not referring to like a structured schedule of this and that and overfilling. Like that doesn't work. Um, that is often what we have found in ourselves before this uh, time that we're in now. And I think a lot of people realize that that doesn't work. And some of us are even more overworked right now. Like I'm also naming that that is so. In some ways, I'm actually working more as well. Um, but I'm not referring to a structured schedule. I'm referring to container or buckets of times for things that we value as well as things that we need to do right? Because we all need unstructured time. Like kids need that to feel balanced, but they also need to feel balanced by some containers or buckets of like time that is a little bit more structured. 
and so do adults. We, we need them both. We need that balance, right? And so because things in the world are extra topsy-turvy, and let's face it, super hard right now, rhythm is so needed. And yet I find a lot of people are getting stuck, especially as we transition into the summer mode, because what would have been a normal summer filled with normal summer things like summer camps or... Um, summer activities, maybe summer sports, whatever that looks like for you. Honestly, my summer is is mostly at the pool with my kids. Um, there's very rarely camps and things, but I, I think that that is more normal from for people. Um, you know, as a midwife, I always took the summer off so that I could be with my kids. Um, and now I do work, so I'll talk a little bit about that. But normal, it doesn't really matter, right? Because normal is not possible for what was normal for many of us right now, right? There, what was last summer and maybe even family traditions, like that's, that's not going to happen. So we all know that that sucks and that there's all sorts of stages of grieving around this. There's anger and sadness and resentment and heaviness. And I'm not going to try to deny you or myself any of that. But what I want to do is try and envision another way to exist in this that gets us uh, more in line and in balance with what we need or what we can create, right? So I want to give you some ideas. I want to give you some concrete questions and ways to do this to unlock what this could look like for you and your family given the boat that you are in right? Um, because many of you need and probably want to work, right? I still need to work and so does my husband. Work looks very different for both of us right now. Um, there's a lot of single parents out there wondering what the heck to do with their kids when they go back to work now and there's no camps and there's no childcare, right? Um, and maybe they're making less money or who knows, or there's the groceries are higher. Like there is all of that reality. So, I want you to apply what I'm saying, take what you can from it and try and apply it to your life, right? It's like I'm trying to speak to the whole ocean right now, but we're all in our own boat and how we navigate that. So just take that into consideration, right? Um, so after I give you some of these ways or questions of what this new rhythm could look like, I also want to explore the ideas on what ifs on how we could truly use this time to come together as communities and support each other. So the how, right? The how of the rhythm. I hope I've gotten across just how important rhythm is. I also want to say that as like an adventurous spirited person, I I fought against rhythm and structure for a long time in my life. And what I know for health of the mind body spirit is the more rhythmic your body can be the more healthy it is in all of the ways it's incredibly important for our nervous system which kind of interacts with all the other systems for us to have some sort of a rhythm again right now a lot of our rhythms or our nervous systems are kind of going haywire right and so it's it's so, so important right now for you as an individual and also for your family's life to find this new normal of this new rhythm, right? And then once it gets changed to find yet another one. So this is how we do it. <coughs> Excuse me. Nothing like coughing on a podcast. Um, so in our family, we always start these conversations with grounding in our values, Right? We have individual values and we have family values. 
these are something we discuss all of the time, even amongst, you know, my four-year-olds. We talk about values and we even use discipline in terms of our values, right? We don't hit people because we value kindness in our family. So when there's hitting or biting or all the other things that happen with a four-year-old, then the discipline is in relation to the values, right? Not so much the rule, but the value. So we start our conversations grounding in values. If this is not something you've talked about with your family, it is a pretty awesome conversation to have that uh, people get, even little people get more than you realize. So when I'm talking about values, I'm talking about the values that are both internal as well as external. So right, we have values like external things like work or I value my car because it gets me from point A to V and these kind of things. I also value internal things like more like qualities, right? Kindness is a value. Um, integrity is a value. Truthfulness is a value in our house, right? These kinds of things. So, so when we start our conversations about rhythm, we ground our rhythm and values. And this is the reason why. When you ground your rhythm or your what you do in your life based on what you value in your life, you feel full. You feel filled up, right? Because when you ground your life, when your life is grounded by a bunch of crud that you don't value, you don't enjoy, you feel not super great. And so as much as possible, grounding your rhythm, grounding your life in your values, it can help you feel more whole, right? It helps you feel more happy and whole. So yes, we need to work. I thankfully love and have always loved my job. Um, I have always, from the get-go, maybe not when I worked at Target as a 15-year-old. <laughs> maybe I didn't love that job. I worked there for a while. But as, for us, the most part, I've always loved my job. And I have always not always gotten paid well because my value is more of that loving of the job, right? This is a, just an example from my own life of how it applies. So if you if you don't enjoy your job, but you do value um, maybe the security it brings you or you do value like some other thing it brings you, that can still fill you up, right? So anyways, we ground in our values. We talk about what we value. Both we remind us of our family's values as well as our individual values. And then we talk about creating a rhythm that honors those values, right? So for my kids, one of the things that I will be asking them um, is what does, like, what does your summer look like for you? For my older kids, I let them kind of design this given a few guidelines, right? So that looks like, to me, it is um, they have to help me with childcare um, because I am working from home and I need help. Um, so that is like, there's a few requirements, right? They have to do a chore. They have to help me with childcare an hour a day, each of the older kids. Um, they also, I asked them like, what are they really, really excited to learn this summer, right? What, what like makes them really excited to learn? So that that becomes like one of their buckets or containers of time. So that time is dedicated to that thing that they're excited to learn. Um, and then I, I don't have any boundaries on what that is. My daughter's really excited. I think she said she's really, she really wants to learn Italian, right? And so there's like Duolingo for free. Um, and then she'll 
create her buckets or rhythm of time around that. Then there's also like unstructured time. So making sure that they plan in just unstructured time. Um, in our family, we do have boundaries around media. So media time, um, you, you get what I'm saying, right? So they get to create their own rhythm that kind of honors their values of friends. They have a huge value, right? As teenagers all around friends, around family, um, and these kinds of things. So they're creating that rhythm. And then I'm creating my rhythm around, you know, I do value uh, working and the value that I give to people and how I support people. I also value my family. I value my husband and his relationship. I value learning and I, I like creativity, right? And so we're kind of planning our days, given that we have seven days a week, around getting the hours of work that I need to get done, giving, given what they need, giving what the little kids need, and kind of creating a rhythm that honors all of those and gets us as close as we can to creating some joy and happiness, right? Um, and being really creative within that. So like the thought of, you know, going out into nature a few times a week and then me being away from like the office and scheduling, like how can I schedule that, right? And so getting really, really creative with all of the time you have, making sure that there's lots of unstructured time, but also making sure that that there's these buckets of time where there's like focal points because they also need that, right? They're... Um, they're needing that as well. So this is an activity that we do again around the new moon and then we will create what our summer rhythm looks like. And it'll be, we're a strange family in our living room. We have a six foot by six foot whiteboard that the kids like to draw and create on. And just this weekend, my littlest guy was like, grandma's house would be amazing if she just had a whiteboard on her wall. And I told that to my mom. She was like, I think you guys are probably the only people in America that have a whiteboard in your living room. That is true, probably. Um, but I have to tell you, it's been one of the most amazing things I've ever given to my kids. They love it so much. Everybody doodles and draws and creates and comes together around this whiteboard. It's been a pretty, we don't have a TV there, we have a whiteboard. Um, right, so getting out of the box. It's an example of getting out of the box. So we will create our, our rhythm and we are gonna lay it out what can what needs to happen? What can be let go of? What are we inviting in? All of these kind of things will be a conversation and then we'll start to feel into our new rhythm. And sometimes when we've done this in the past, we'll have to tweak it a little bit, right? But I can tell you what, that it sets the summer up for success. We tend to not go a ton of places. Um, we tend to not do a ton of things, but it still makes it a fun full summer of just joy, right? And so I, I know that a lot of you out there aren't working from home. Some of you are, and some of you maybe have to work more strict hours than I do. I get to be a little bit more in charge of my schedule. Um, but we all are in this new boat, right? And so I want to invite some sort of what questions of how can we come together and call upon each other to create this new rhythm that honors what you need to do and your values, as well as like the actual, your actual life, right? Like you're a single mom, 
you have to work away from home. There's no camps. Like, what the heck are you going to do? You're a mom who's working from home. You have two parents working from home and there's no camps and the kids are going, like, what are you going to do? Right? I'm not going to be able to answer all of those individual questions, but I do want to kind of bring some what if, right? So we do live in a culture in America, for those listening in America, a culture of individuals, right? Which is kind of cool in some ways and kind of not in a lot of ways. Um, We live in a culture where we just think about ourselves or our own family unit rather than the greater We also live in a culture where it's because it's so individualistic, it's often really hard to ask for help. People have a really, and myself included, have a really hard time just asking or even thinking about asking for help because we think if we ask them, what are we going to give? And there's this like, there's this thing that prevents us from asking for help, right? From serving other people. You also might not have a ton of community to even call upon, right? We have all sorts of obstacles that are true, and sometimes, more than we realize, these obstacles we put in our own way. Like, this is part of the work that I do with women all the time, as well as in my own head, is that we realize we put a lot of obstacles in our own way. So how can you support others and be supported? How can you shift your schedule to make it work? right? People, bosses, people are more open to this at the moment because we have to do things differently right now. We are forced to do things differently. So ask those questions. You might not get the answer you want, but you might, right? So what does it look like to have a different schedule at the moment? Can that be possible? Can you work more from home? Can, like, can you continue to work more from home? Can you work in different hours. So like, could it be a half a day at work, at work, work, and then come home and have fun time with your family and then make sure you do things for you as well. And then maybe work a little bit more from home, right? In the evening hours or stretch it out. We have a whole 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like there's so much time to work with. Can you use more hours of your day to accomplish what you need? while still making sure you're caring for yourself and kids, right? Can you do all of those things? Like, not can you do it all, more like how can you use the hours that you have to manipulate time in a different way than maybe you've been looked at it before, right? And this does not mean that you need to sleep less and, right, work harder, work more. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, We do have all of this time and sometimes we get stuck in the nine to five or stuck in the this or that. So we, I do want to invite that we have more hours in the day to accomplish what we need. I also wonder like about how we can come together as a community. In my neighborhood, we honestly didn't really talk much to our neighbors. We've lived here for five or six years now. We know them, but we don't really hang out with them. Um, We've lived in other neighborhoods where we definitely did, but this one hasn't been like that. And since this has all happened, we definitely all hang out in our front yards more. The kids are playing with the kids across the street, and we're forming more of a community. The mom and I would sit in the front yard, and the kids would play with each other outside, 
and the mom would be working in her front and I'd be working in mine and the kids would have like something to do, the younger kids, right? So can you have neighborhood kids? Maybe you have a bunch of teenagers in your neighborhood. Maybe the teens start to do camps for younger kids, right? Maybe that's your summer camp where the teens come together and they facilitate some sort of camp. Teens actually, not all of them, but a lot of them really, really enjoy being with younger kids because it gives them permission to be more childlike and it helps them feel fun and not so like they have to practice being adults all the time right? And so maybe you do pay these kids a little bit, or maybe as a community, you chip in. Um, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, draw upon what you have. Maybe you're just asking a mom that does work from home, or a mom's group, and maybe the kids go one day to one house, and another day to another house, and another day to another house. We used to do a thing called club chaos when my kids were little to get date nights every week we had four families and we would rotate what what family the kids went to and there was a number of kids and that's why we called it chaos and they loved being together for like three hours and then everyone had a free date we could go back to our own house and just have a date or we could go out to dinner but it was a way of creating a community just asking people that we knew were good people and just saying, hey, would you guys want to do something like this? So just like really getting out there, getting out of the box and thinking about how can you get your values and needs met, get the work you need to do- get done, establish a, some sort of a rhythm and and really just get out there. People are dying for this stuff right now. They They need, we all need help. We need to rely upon each other for this, right? When I think of, of new ways of doing things, I, I was reading a story the other day that um, uh, the story was of this woman. This woman was working on kind of like her money stuff. I don't actually remember where I heard this, but this is not my story. So the story was working, this woman was working on her money stuff, um, meaning she was trying to get more aligned with like overspending and things like that, right? She was doing a pretty good job on it. And then all of a sudden she was saying how she wanted to rent this summer house, right? And she was going to like go back into Dent so she could like, she was bound to determine to rent this summer house. And when her like business or money coach asked her why, what, why did she want to do that? Like that sounds crazy given all the progress you've made, what, what's behind that, right? Because there's often stuff behind these things. She said it, she needed it for family connection, that she saw everyone else going on these family vacations and they would come back more connected and her family was just like not connected at the moment and it was really, really weighing on her and she needed to create some connection for her family, right? And so her coach does what a good coach does and in the end, this woman bought a $2 basket. Instead of going on this, you know, $10,000 trip to put herself in debt, she bought a $2 basket. And in this $2 basket, she asked her family to put their phones for a certain amount of hours in this $2 basket, and then connection happened, right? So we can create barriers, and some of them, again, are there real barriers we really got to get through, but we are creative. And so let's come together and let's create solutions in your communities share with me, share with all of us below what you're doing, how you're navigating this so that we don't feel so isolated in our own boats, but that we start to build a ship together, right? 
both as a family, as a community, to create this rhythm that is more in line with your values, as well as a community to help you create this. Um, so let me know what comes out of this. Share with me in the comments. Send me an email. Head over to my website, thelifecyclelady.com, and let me know. Um, and share this out with others and let me know what people are doing to create this rhythm, to create this community and how we're going to navigate this next season. All right, everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this so much and I will see you next week. Bye.